What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Loud out. What do you got? All right, guys. So I previously talked about the Oscars and how they were looking for a host. Well, today it was real that they won't have one host. They're going to have three hosts and they're all women. For the first time, the Oscars will be hosted by three women. And they actually have not had a host since Jimmy Kimmel did it back in 2018. And they have not had three hosts in 35 years, the last time that happened was uh, 1987. But the three hosts will be Wanda Sykes, Amy Schumer, and Regina Hall. Cool. Who I'm was excited. it in 87? Do we know? I do. It was um, Chevy. Steve Martin, Billy Crystal, and like Whoopi Goldberg. Goldie Hawn, Paul Hogan, and oh. Chevy Chase. Oh, I see. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I feel like, I want to say like Billy Crystal and like Whoopi Goldberg and maybe Steve Martin did it one year. Or maybe it was like two out of the three. I don't know. All right. Well, according to that, the um, last three, it was 1987. I feel like Whoopi Goldberg, Billy Crystal, and was it Robin Williams? Maybe it was Robin Williams, but maybe was it the Oscars? I don't think it was the Oscars. I feel like, what was the name of that HBO, like, charitable comedy? Oh, no, right. They used to do that HBO thing. But I'm talking about the Oscars. They definitely did the Oscars at one point. Maybe not all three of them, but. Now, Laura, you said the three are, you said Wanda Sykes, who I love mm-hmm. on Curb Your Enthusiasm. I think she's hilarious. Yeah. Love Wanda Sykes. And you said, did you say Amy Schumer? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm not, I, you know, I'm, I, I don't know what it is. I saw Amy Schumer one night do stand-up in a big crowd, like, like 12,000 people. And there was a woman, like, up front who was yapping away. And Schumer kind of lost her you-know-what on stage on this woman. I was like, wow, like, you're... You're performing in front of this size crowd, and you're letting one person get to you like this. So I, I kind of have a little bit of a bad taste on Amy Schumer as a stand-up. Who was the third person? Regina. I Hall. loved. A- By the way, I loved Amy Schumer early on in her career, yeah. and I don't find her as funny anymore. She fizzled out for sure. She was when I first saw her on those celebrity comedy roasts on Comedy Central, which are amazing to watch. She did one of them. I don't remember who it was. Maybe it was Charlie Sheen or someone like that. And she just destroyed everyone. She was amazing. And then I, I saw her do her HBO stuff. I thought it was really good. And then, yeah, it, you're right. Like, it just, I don't know. The rest of her stuff afterwards wasn't, for, it just wasn't as good to me or as, a tr- you know, attractive to me as, like, uh, as it was the previous stuff. And that's fine. Like, sometimes you grow out of certain people's humor or music or whatever. It's, you know, it just is what it is. Like, there's like, still plenty of people mm-hmm. that like her, I'm sure. Say, but like who was the third person? She cleaned Regi- up a lot because she became a big movie star, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Regina Hall. Who's Regina Hall? Oh, Regina Hall is, uh, you know her if you see her, for sure. Um, she was in... She did Girls Trip. I just saw that movie. That's what hits on my mind. Yeah, she's also, she's in a bunch of movies yeah. and it was in a bunch of TV shows since she was a child, basically. She, um, God. she hosted the BET Awards in 2019. No, I know, but that's yeah. not what I'm thinking of. No, no, she no. Was in, like, I mean, she's great. Like, she's a great I, actress. But. Yeah, she's now, been in like a uh, million things. Law and Order, um, Ally McBeal. Um, let's see here. I'm just trying to look at things that, that you might know. Scary movie. She's scary in all the scary movie. movie yeah, movies. Scary yeah. Movie. yeah, she's in all the scary movies. Yeah. Okay. She's, well, she's great. beautiful. I mean, she's really, really, really beautiful. She's in your kind of movie, Malibu's Most Wanted. I'm sure you I love know. Malibu's Most Wanted. No yeah. way. Oh, you would. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she, Jamie Kennedy's hilarious. Malibute. Yeah. Of course Love and basketball. She was <laughs> in that. I forgot. I love that. that movie. She's yeah. really good in Black Monday. Have you guys ever seen that show? I have not. No. It's awesome. I don't. Yeah. I don't have time. I I need to start watching shows. Y'all drop shows, and I'm like, I haven't. I haven't. I haven't. Yeah. But she's great. What's wrong with Malibu's Most Wanted? 
Out of all that, the things, that's what you go back to. Well, I mean, that is like, what you Lindsay, need to like, know. That's, that's like, I say something, that's where Lindsay gets to take her shot. Like, oh, you would like that. Like, but why? It's a funny movie. That is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes. I guess the answer is I would, yeah. Uh, all right, real quick. Um, so I found the Lakers. Like, we were talking about, like, the Rams have won. Now what do the other teams do, right? So Lakers and Dodgers clearly have their fan base. And the, the Rams, as you and I are talked about, Cap, like are building. Like, there's no question about that. But just to put it into context, so about 2 million homes watched uh, the Super Bowl. Let's say the average home is what? Three or four people, whatever? I don't know. You're like saying two, 2 million homes in L.A. were tuned in for the Super Bowl. Correct. Okay. Correct. Let's just say three, right? So it's mm-hmm. 6 million, maybe. I don't know. I, maybe there's only two people per home. I don't know how they count that stuff. But anyway, um, I'll give you an example. When the Lakers were last in, like, the finals, not the bubble, uh, was the Celtics. Now, granted, 12 years ago is a different story. There's not streaming. There's not any of this stuff, right? Um, they averaged for that series 2.8 million, okay? and then 2.8 million homes viewing? Yeah, and then, uh-huh. there, and then game seven was 4.3 million. Mm-hmm. So, you know, now, granted, again, that team has a longer history here. So, I, you know, but the, but the Rams are, that's pretty damn good is what I would say. I would say um, it, the way Lindsey framed it, it sounded kind of surprising. Like, L.A. was not in the top ten of cities viewing the Super Bowl. When you right. hear it that way, you're like, wow, that's kind of surprising. When you look at the data. Right, and you based realize, on percentages of the population of each city is right, the way they then, do it. Then right. you find out that, that there were more people watching in L.A. than there were in Cincinnati. even though Five had, times as many, yes. Right. And that's yeah. just, you know, the, by virtue of population. So... But but the, it's interesting, George. You're very good at at, at googling in show. I like that very much. The way you yeah. you research in show, um, to uh, to to hear that 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 actually surprises me. You said that in Game Seven of the 2010, 4.3 million. That's yeah. amazing. That's yeah. incredible. You know, but it's Game Seven. It's Kobe Bryant. Um, it's the Celtics. It's right. It's the Lakers Against versus the, Lakers. the Celtics. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a lot of factors. Yeah. You know, as to why that is. Yeah. But that's but that is um, that is good information. But this it, is why. It, this is but why two million that. is really good for the Rams, is what I would say. And, and They've been here six years, right? And, but this is why I'm saying that tomorrow. Look, if you're working tomorrow and you can't go to the parade, that's understandable. It's Wednesday. It. It's 11 a.m. Yeah. You know, yeah. by the time they get to the Coliseum and everybody takes the stage, it's middle of the day. It's noon. I get it. But I will say this: what I'm hoping for tomorrow is. I'm hoping for a much bigger turnout than the Rams or LAPD or anybody else expects. I'm hoping for like a huge turnout where Me too. This this can turn into a moment where not only did they win the Super Bowl in their hometown. I keep harping on that cuz it's it's just so important. But if they get a monster turnout tomorrow, much bigger than anybody expected, it just I think starts to show you that the NFL, which is king of all sports leagues in this country, which has been gone from the from the, the market for 20-plus years, that thought they were just going to come plant their flag at midfield and everybody was going to show up. It didn't happen quite that way. Right. But now that the hometown team won the Super Bowl in the hometown stadium, I just really hope people come out tomorrow, enjoy it, celebrate it. You know, You didn't get the Laker parade. You didn't get the Dodger parade. You're finally going to get a championship parade. And it's the Rams hosting it. So I hope everybody gets a chance to get out there and enjoy it tomorrow. Yeah, it'll be.
be fun. It'll be fun no matter what, man. I, I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be a blast. So, um, you know, I, I, I think no matter what they've done in six years, they've done an incredible job, and they deserve a lot of love. Yeah. Now, I mean, think about that. Two Super Bowls and one Super Bowl championship all in a very small six-year window. That's really impressive. So now the question is, what happens with their coach? Does he retire? Uh, what happens with Aaron Donald? Does he retire? I'm gonna say and then no when you look no. at their their free agents, Odell, Vaughn, Sony Michelle, Darius Williams, important, Austin Corbett, uh, Troy Reader, restricted. Matt Gay is also restricted. But they've got – now they can free up some stuff. Andrew Whitworth has basically told us he's probably going to retire. Right. Um, so that's $17 million off the books. Wow. Um, they can free up some other money and restructure guys. Like if Aaron Donald does stay, yep. technically his cap number is $9 million next year, so they can kind of incentivize him to redo his contract and pay him more money um, and, and backload it, right, to free up some more space. So they can free up – I was told by someone who would know this way more than me uh, that they could free up about $35 million or close to it. Wow. You arm Les Snead with $35 million – and who knows what kind of football miracle he may be able to come up with. I will tell you this, George. I, I wonder, you know, in the world of the NFL, there's no loyalty, you know. Uh, when a player gets hurt or when a player is, is no longer as serviceable as he once was, no matter how great he may have been, no matter what he may have delivered, oftentimes he just gets tossed. It happens to the best of the best. It happened to Joe Montana way back in the day. It happened to Ronnie Lott back in the day. And it happens to players all the time. You wonder about Odell Beckham. I would love to see Odell Beckham back with the Rams. He completely changed what I thought he was from when he was in Cleveland, and even prior to that, when he was in New York, to what he became when he was at the Rams. However, if I have to look at it and make a tough football decision, I don't really know if I want to invest in Odell Beckham. I mean... The guy had a major knee injury a couple years ago in Cleveland, and he's he just got you know hurt, and he has a pretty major knee injury now with the Rams. Do I want to invest in a guy that is having you know two major knee surgeries all in a three to four year window? So I'm not so sure. I I mean, listen, I would love to be loyal about it. I would love to say give Odell another year. Let's see what he can do. Let's make sure he gets healthy. But I just don't know if you put the money into an Odell Beckham. By the way, same token, it kind of goes for Robert Woods as well. I, I would love to see Robert Woods be the guy that he was prior to getting hurt, but I don't know if he's going to be back to 100% or better than 100%. And you know, if I got to make a tough decision, those two guys with knee injuries, I, I got to think long and hard about those two guys. What about you? What do you do with there? Um, so I'm bringing back Von Miller for sure. I'm with you on that. And I would bring back Odell. Unfortunately, Odell was going to get paid, but now that's probably not going to be the case. But I would bring him back at a reasonable contract for sure. And I think, and Odell, I think you got to bring back Darius Williams and and you know Austin Corbett. Yeah, yeah. And I think Odell, who who talked before the Super Bowl about being willing to take less to stay with the Rams, I think it's a really smart move by him. Odell Beckham was Hollywood before he arrived in L.A. Right. And so if I were him. I wouldn't be so focused on the football money. I'd be focused on get as healthy as I can so that I can perform because I'll make a ton more money off the field than I will on the field. Yeah, for sure. 
What's like the timeline usually for that for that type of injury though? Like they're saying it, it was a, they believe it's an ACL. Do we know what it is? Well, uh, there's a lot of reports out there that he tore his ACL again, like the same one. Yeah. Second time in 18 months. Yeah, but it's not like it used to be. I mean, back in the it's old. It's like six days. to nine months, basically. Yeah. yeah, I mean, listen. If if we learned anything from Cam Akers, you know yeah. what we learned is is these 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 season-ending injuries don't necessarily have to be truly season-ending if you're planning on going deep into the postseason. Right, and yeah, six at not even nine months puts him back. You know. By back by week four, basically. but it's also the second time for the same injury. So that could sure, but I mean the recovery time doesn't change. It just becomes more um, more tender to or more uh, prone to injury again or re-injury. But it doesn't. The recovery time doesn't change. In an ideal world, if you told me Odell Beckham would be back by week four of next season, I'd want to sign him. And if I did it, I'd say to him, I'd say, Hey, look, chill, relax. We need you by week 10, 11, 12. That's when we need you. Right. You do for us next year coming off injury. Right, because Robert Woods will us. be back. Right. Yeah. right. You do for us next year what you did for us this year, which is you came in 70% of the way through the season, 65% of the way, and yeah. you made a monster contribution. Yeah. And I All would right. say Odell Beckham's leverage is look how we played when I went out in the Super Bowl. All right, come, for sure. Coming up next, I'm going to give you a big reason, Cap. If we're going to have to try to convince Sean McVay to stick around, I'm going to give you a couple of big reasons why I think he should stay as the coach if he's willing to, okay? Like so let's it. do that on the other side. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Yeah, Birdman. Come on, Cap. Uh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind of the way like Kendrick Lamar started his performance at halftime. No. He I was, was like, say, don't uh, you dare. Uh, I knew uh, you were going to make a comment about that. You no. and my dad both about him just going, yeah, yeah. Right. So that's where I got it from is, is that mm -hmm. that's why it's that's why it's good. I can do that, too. Don't lie. That's the first time that you heard it. First time I ever heard Kendrick Lamar do it. Yeah. Well, it was the halftime. It was the first time I've seen Kendrick Lamar at halftime. Mm -hmm. One thing I don't think we've done enough of. And, and I I think a lot of people have hit us up on Twitter on this stuff. You know, the, the celebration of hip-hop was the obvious part of it. But the yeah. celebration of Compton and where Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg, where their roots are, yeah. I, I missed because as a viewer, you don't really get a chance until afterwards when they start breaking it all down. Did you see this hamburger joint? Did you see? Uh, yeah, you know, Tam. Yeah, Tams. I mean, I, yeah. I just, but there was so much more than just the Tam sign. No, 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 it's celebration of West Coast hip-hop, for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But there were yeah. maps and things that, as yes. a viewer, I didn't see a lot of that stuff because I was so focused in on the performers. Oh, no, I yeah. saw that. Yeah, I didn't see yeah, it. Yeah, and by the way, I watched it back yesterday yeah. after your blasphemy about uh, Mary J. Was it really blasphemous? Really? It was blasphemous. Yes. Really? Yes. Yes. I, so I, listen, I, I, it's just, it was uninformed more than blasphemous, I think. I mean, I would say it could be both. Those aren't Mary, those things aren't mutually exclusive. Mary, I just didn't know the second song she sang. That's all. I, oh my God. I just don't think they're mutually exclusive. All mm -hmm. right. So I would add this. 
Yo, that second song was a jam. She was singing from the soul, dog. Mm -hmm. Well, my favorite part of it, even though as somebody who didn't know the song, my favorite part of it was when at the end of it, she sort of felt, as a viewer, I felt like, listen, I don't know this song, but that woman is giving me everything she got. Because when she yeah. kind of like, like at the very end of it, she kind of like fell backwards, like went right. down. It yeah. Was like, it was like, listen, this is a short performance. This is a sprint, not a marathon. And I'm giving you everything I got. Mm, it just so yeah. happens I didn't know the song. Like, I knew every song. But, I was no, singing no, every but word. But did you really feel like that when you texted us, like, I could have had less of her on that yeah, second I did, song? I did I feel know. like it. No, I did I feel know. like it. I, listen, I mm. didn't know the song. I'm not embarrassed mm. about it. I've gotten thousands and thousands of tweets from other people <laughs> that were like, I also didn't know that song. So Thousands on thousands, or is that like three? Yeah, it may have been three, but... That they represent millions and millions. So I just, right. you know, I call it thousands and thousands. Yeah. But I'm not alone in that. But I felt, but even still, Laura, even though I didn't know the song, and I would have liked to have had more Dre and Snoop because I'm a bigger fan of theirs, or I'm a bigger fan of Eminem's, um, I still could appreciate the fact that she gave you everything she got. Yeah. She didn't know the song. I, by the way, did you see the video of the guy who sent us that his grandma, his 99-year-old grandma, was jamming to Mary J? Yeah, that he said. That was great. Right. Now, that's one guy who said, "The oh, God, that bell. It just it just pierces the ears. <laughs> oh, God, it just pierces the ears. I love it when people send us tweets and go, please kill that freaking bell. When I'm driving down Never. the road. People love no it, No way. way. Nobody people actually love tweets it. that. People love it. You know, bell. I'm on cap side with the bell, not going to lie. I'm like, people love it. No, they actually hate it. But They can tweet me and tell me that because everyone okay, says let's, they love it. Let's do it. You ready? Um, we should, we should do that. We should have a poll. Do you want us to get rid of that piercing bell um, or do you think that's an awesome sound effect? I, I hate it myself, but that's me. Um, yeah, there was one guy who sent us a, a message like, hey, my 99-year-old grandmother is jamming to Mary J. Blige's second song. Yes, you're the only guy in the world that, that thought, you know, that you didn't know that song. I just didn't know the song. Not embarrassed about that. Not but alone. That, that's I not mean, you sounded only, embarrassed. That's yeah, yeah, not yeah, the yeah. only thing you said, Cap. What you, else you did keep, I say? You keep acting like that's the only thing you said was, oh, I didn't know the second song. You said, and I quote... I could have done without MJB's second song. Right, because I didn't know There would have been it. more time for Dre and Snoop. Right, because right, because of course this is all about you. Right, because I'm. That's being what selfish. this all boils down to. Yeah, it's that, always about you. But that's what it is. It's like, hey, look, I know this song, and that. I have been in my head. I've been walking around since the Super Bowl halftime show, going like this. Na 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 na. It's the one and only D O double G. Snoop Dogg. Na 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 na. It's. I mean, I can't get it out of my head for two yeah. days now. All right, Steve Mason is weighed in via text. No more drama, Cap. And mm. then he also says keep the bell. I hate the bell. Uh, real quick, I got some reasons for Sean McVay to stay. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. I mean, the obvious one, since Steve Mason is listening, and he'll probably hear this on the uh, promo tomorrow, is that we can negotiate where he would actually talk to us, which clearly he'd love to do as opposed to him in Ireland. So there's that. Like, let's start with that. I think that that's already a good selling point. I like that. Um, secondly, um, I mean you're the defending champ. There's that. They're gonna pay. They'll pay you a boatload. My guess is to keep you and, and re-extend you. And I, I'm guessing you're also going to be in a position to repeat. And here's why. Now, for many years, rightfully so, we've talked about the NFC West as the toughest division in the sport, right? I would agree. Yeah. So. Mason just said, screw you. Um, but the uh, 
The so they are right. That would be the toughest division, right? But here's the thing: Russell Wilson could be leaving the Seahawks. Fair or unfair? It's possible. Yeah, it's it's very possible. Kyler Murray seems to be at some sort of crossroads where he's got some animus towards his team. Right? He's got now. some what? Animus. It's a good word. I got to look it up. But good word. Keep going. I mean, he's got some animus. I'm like, really? They got a medicine for that or what? Hostility, man. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, so you got Russell motivation. Wilson who could you got Russell Wilson who could leave. Right. Russell Wilson who could leave. You got, you got Kyler, Kyler Murray's Murray. pissed off at his team. And oh. they seem to be upset at him, by the way, according to Chris Mortensen's report. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't blame them. I mean, I really and don't. And the I mean, 49ers will be in a quarterback transition. Right. They'll they'll So go the division from- in theory, much more winnable than it's been in a long time. And you got over the Niners curse now. So hopefully you reverse the curse now and you go on a run against them. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, eventually that stuff bears itself out. And the NFC in general is kind of down. The East sucks. The South, Tom Brady just left. Well, Aaron Rodgers, the, the Packers doing everything to keep him, but he may not be there. He may the go the to NFC. The, right. He may go to the Broncos. He might be out of the NFC. The NFC may be yours for the taking for a while. Look. I know we've all talked about this, and and Sean McVay has been, and I'm putting this in quotes, non-committal about his future. Yeah. But I'm just did you do the air I, quotes when you did? I did. I put them I, like I did the. I'm physically doing the air quotes right now. Yeah, you know okay. he's been non-committal. Yeah, but the truth is, I mean, I still believe that he's coming back, and I would bet the house that Sean McVay is coming back. I just he's young, he's energetic. He loves the game. He loves the players. And I think, even though you might look at it and go, well, go out on top, I feel like Sean McVay thinks he got a lot more to do in this game than just win one Super Bowl. That's just my feeling. Now, well, again, I don't, wanna, I, don't want, I don't know what his mindset is. But I, 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 and I'm not trying to do anything other than show him the possibilities. All right? I think that competitively – you're, you've got the upper hand, potentially, in the NFC for a while. At least a year, but maybe longer. And then, you know, obviously that falls into the – the division stuff falls into that category. They're going to pay you a boatload. Like, you know, Stan Kroenke's the richest owner in, this, in the sport, I believe. So, like, you know, it's not like he doesn't have the cash. And then, you know, maybe uh, if Aaron Donald comes back – Which yeah, he will. still going to have the best player, arguably, in football, you know? And you got your quarterback that you wanted, and you're at right. the beginning of of this. This this was not a one year deal for Matthew Stafford, so I just think that Sean McVay is going to look at Stafford. He's going to look at the receiving core. He's going to put some pieces into the offensive line, and I think he's going to gear up and do it all over, or try to do it all over again. I look. I don't know Sean McVay personally, like other than the few times that we've met and talked and whatever, but. Just as an outsider looking in and and knowing what kind of what I think of him as being a football addict, I just I find it very hard to believe that Sean McVay is going to retire right now. Doesn't mean that in a couple of years you're like, hey, look, you know what? I've made a lot of money. I'm a young guy. I want to start a family. I can go into TV, make a boatload of money, have minimal stress in comparison. Don't have to travel the same way. I I think um, I think Sean McVay will be back. I'm pretty confident. I'm hopeful that's the case. And again, you don't have to go on Mason and Ireland. You just come on with us. I actually think that would reinvigorate him. Yeah. Completely rejuvenate the man. 
Yeah. Yeah, I'd you agree. Know? And I would yeah. watch his Chunky commercial, and even if I didn't know the commercial, I'd lie enough to, to make him think that I really knew it. <laughs> well, you would definitely lie. I don't think there's any question. Even though you did tell us the other day you don't lie anymore, but it's clearly not, you do. It's not a you lie. just lied it's, about it's, not lying. It's, it's a stretching of the truth. Yeah. There's a difference. Yeah. yeah. I mean, did you catch that? Did you two catch that, Lindsay? Lie. Like how he told lie. us? He doesn't lie, lie anymore, lie. but he just lied about lying? Yeah. Well, I haven't lied yet. Lie. I said I would lie. Another. I would lie, is what I said. You tell two lies to cover for the other, and you tell three lies. Oh, brother! I love that. If he if he said to me, well, wait, don't you know about my Chunky Soup commercial? I'd be like this. I'd go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You mean the one where you're talking about how good soup is? Like that one? Like the one where yep. you're talking about Campbell's and Chunky? Like that, that soup commercial? Like I could get through it, I think. Lying. If I had to, I would. If I had oh. to, yeah. There you to, go. To Coach McVay, I would, yeah. And Rachel and us. Yeah, we get it. I haven't lied to Rachel. I haven't lied to you either. I feel like that's a lie. <laughs> I just do. All right. Coming up next, Big Deal or No Deal, everybody's favorite segment here in the 6 o'clock hour. We'll that's do that. In, that is a lie. That No, it's not. It's not a lie. It's actually the highest rated segment in the 6 o'clock hour. doesn't mean it's everybody's favorite. I mean, well, it's the most favorite segment, clearly. Lies. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. So for Linz, what do we got here for big deal or no deal? So as I'm sure you guys saw, a lot of people talking about this, Coinbase is one of the big winners of the Super Bowl, airing a commercial that was so brilliant that it went viral immediately. Over 20 million people visited Coinbase's landing page in a single minute after its floating QR code captivated viewers. Mm-hmm. Did you guys want to ask you guys first? Did you click on it? Did you do I the did. QR? Did you scan it? I no, did. because I knew what it was. I did. I did. How'd you I know, didn't what, know it what it was? Had you, yeah. did, you, did you hear about it before the Super Bowl? Yes. Oh, that's no fun. Yeah, so I, I, didn't know. I didn't know it. I'm telling you, it was like Same. the very, very end of the commercial. And I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to do it. Just to find out what it is. And then yeah. when I found out it was Coinbase, 100%. I was like, Same oh, thing. cool. The curiosity was killing me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Killing Did me. you know that Coinbase went from the 186th place in the App Store to second after the Good Super for Bowl them. Commercial. Wow. Yeah. What was first, you know? No, I don't know. Always cap extra. But well, anyway, I mean, isn't that, anyway, don't you think that would be interesting? I would. Sure. But anyway, back to the story. The ad was so successful that it actually crashed the app and the website. So is that a big deal or no deal? Sedano? Uh, I mean, it's a big deal 
in the sense that, yeah, a lot of people are going to be flocking to crypto over the next decade. So, I mean, you and I have been talking about this for uh, what, however long we've been doing this show now. <laughs> so I, I think that that space will only continue to grow. So, I would say it's a big deal, but mostly thinking about crashing the website. That it was, it was such an intriguing commercial, and everybody has gotten so accustomed to using their phones to you know, use QR codes. You go into any restaurant now, it's, forget menus, you just use the QR code. That everybody know, even Lindsay, even the boomers know, know what it's all about, know how to do it. You think so? so Although it's funny, like- and around the horn yesterday, they did like their own QR code thing. I didn't get a chance to see it live, I just saw them post about it. Um, and uh, Bill Plasky was on the – it was Bill Plasky, Kevin Blackstone, Israel Gutierrez, and somebody else who I don't remember off the top of my head. And the – oh, Frank Isola. And the, everyone but Plasky knew how to, how to do the QR code thing. Plasky's like, what? I don't know. What's going on? I can't well, see it. I can't do it. What's a QR code? What, what am I doing here? That's because yeah. Bill Plasky is not a boomer. He's a baby boomer. Apparently, mm-hmm. there's a distinction to be made between the two i've just learned that this week there Bill. Is, okay. but i think most people would argue that a boomer may not necessarily be a baby boomer while a baby baby boomer is most certainly a boomer mm. so mm-hmm. you know two, two ways there got it but you I, know i think i think it was great i think it was brilliant and yeah brilliant yeah. i thought it was a great commercial the funniest thing though is that they spent Phenomenal. 14 million dollars to have that commercial but they didn't like upgrade their servers to think like that could happen right how much did they spend 14 million now, now I wonder, is that what they paid for the time? Yes, that's Cause, it. Because the yeah. production was very minimal, right? right. They were exactly. like, oh my God, hey. they didn't pay anything they for the right. production. Free, Anybody could have done that. Yes. Yeah, right. That's the brilliance so of it. It's like, the time. Right, it cost yeah. us nothing to produce, but we just had to pay for the time. Yeah, next time upgrade your service. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. All right, so next one. Aaron Rodgers was named the NFL MVP last week, but his future is currently unclear. There's yes. always a chance that Rodgers is going to return to Green Bay for the final year of his contract, and the Packers are reportedly prepared to go all in for Rodgers in 22, 2022, spending as close to the cap this year and spreading it into future years as much as possible, similar to like what the Saints did with Drew Brees. Is this a big deal or no deal, Cap? It is a big deal, and I'm going to explain why. Because it's a terrible decision by the Packers. The Packers should get out of the Aaron Rodgers business. Let me explain. Yes, great quarterback. Yes, great MVP, individual honors. It's all awesome. But guess what? It's been 11 or 12 years since Aaron Rodgers has been in the Super Bowl. Forget about winning it. So they won a Super Bowl. He's a great individual talent. They're competitive every year, but they haven't won 10-plus years since their last Super Bowl. Now's the time to get out of the Aaron Rodgers business and move into, unfortunately for them, you know, they got to find out what they've got in Jordan Love. I say unfortunately, but I'm out of the Aaron Rodgers business if I'm the Green Bay Packers. Wow. Um, you know, I was like that too, not that long ago. Um, I, w- I would agree with you. That was my original position. I just think that they realize that Jordan Love is not very good, Cap. That if Jordan Love were good, he would have been playing already, much like they did with Favre and Aaron. <laughs> so they would have taken those lumps. I just think Jordan Love is not good. Um, and they know. They see him in practice. He played in that game against Kansas City in the lead-up to that. They know he's not good. If they knew he had any inkling of being good, they would say, see you, Aaron. And they can't because of that. So I'm going to say you got to keep going with Aaron until you can draft a better replacement. Yeah, I mean, he's 37 years old now, and again, they haven't been in the Super Bowl in 12 years. So while they're competitive every year, 
Yeah. They're not winning Super Bowls with Aaron Rodgers, so at some point you got to move on from the guy. And if if you if what you're saying is right that they don't think he's Jordan loves very good, well, I mean, they, don't you they, think it's fairly obvious? Not really, only because really, yeah. But I'll explain why. Because how many years has it been since they drafted Jordan Love? Two years, three, dude. Has it been three full three yes. years? Well, uh, listen, um, there have been other teams in the past that have done this where they thought they were going to. They did it with Aaron Rodgers. And how many <laughs> years did he wait? Yeah, I mean, he waited two years, right? Um, Philip Rivers was drafted by the Chargers. He waited two years. Um, there have been other examples of quarterbacks that have sit and wait for two or three years, but it may be the case that Jordan Love's not any good. Maybe that is the situation. But Aaron Rodgers isn't leading you to the Super Bowl. Actually, no, two. You are right. It is two. Right, so he has, but he still, has, this is going into year three, and you're not really comfortable playing him? Well, listen, I'm, they may not have a choice. I mean, Aaron Rodgers may force his way out. Don't you think that after everything that happened with him over the past year, that if they thought that Jordan Love was a viable option to replace him, they would have just traded Aaron Rodgers? Right. Think, that, isn't that the most obvious thing ever? No, nah, I don't think so. I think it's really, really, really hard. In you know, a day and it, Cap, this isn't 2000-whatever when Aaron was drafted, 2004. Like, they throw out young quarterbacks everywhere now. Oh, no, I'm just saying that, you know, they've got this fan base and they've got an expectation of winning right now. And so to let Aaron Rodgers go or trade him when they think they're a real Super Bowl contender, it's hard to give that up. You know, they're, they're, listen, I use the word addicted when, I, when it comes to football for Sean McVay. The Green Bay yeah. Packer organization has an Aaron Rodgers addiction. That's just yeah. what happens. I mean, you have a I mean, quarterback I get who's it, been but successful I, I, for I, a long time. I, I just think that football is so cutthroat. We, I mean, dude, they let go of Brett Favre. They let go of John Elway. I mean, well, not John Elway. Dan Marino. Like, Dan Marino, they basically forced him into retirement. Like, all these great guys. Joe Montana played for the Chiefs. You know what I mean? Like, this happens all the time. It's not, like, that new, even for great players. And, again, it's because they believe in who they have behind them. And they don't believe who they have behind them. Well, I, I mean, you look at the Niners. The Niners don't really believe that much in Jimmy G. And then they've, they've drafted this kid, Trey Lance. And they're actually thinking Trey Lance might be better than Jimmy G. But Jimmy, G, Jimmy G's not in the same category of a guy like like Aaron Rodgers. But right, again, but they're going to roll with Trey Lance now. But, but this is this is just my position. If you have a quarterback who's a starter for 10 years in the league and there's no Super Bowl to be delivered, it's time to move on. And Rodgers delivered a Super Bowl, but it's been over 10 years since since that Super Bowl. They haven't been back. So, I, again, for me, this is my philosophy. I'm out on Aaron Rodgers. Trade him. Get what you can for him. And then you're stuck with Jordan Love. Mm-hmm. Or you go draft a quarterback this year. I'll take. Aaron I mean, Rogers there's not a lot Cleveland. of good quarterbacks this year. I mean, your boy Pickett. I mean, is aight, but yeah. I mean, I, listen, I, I'm I'm aight. I would think Aaron Rodgers, uh, if he can get to Denver, which is you know it seemed like that was the obvious place that he wanted to go. Yeah, Nat, Nathaniel Hackett, Paul's son. A quarterback right. with the name Pickett and Hackett. Oh, it's just too good. Yeah. All right. Well, go ahead, Linz. Keep going. All right. So we talked a lot about Valentine's Day on the show, and Oscar De La Hoya pulled out all the stops for his Valentine. He gifted mm-hmm. his girlfriend, Holly Saunders, a 2021 Ferrari SF90 Stradale. Wow. That's like a million-dollar car. So, yeah. Cap, I especially want to know what you think about this. Is this mm-hmm. Valentine's Day gift a big deal or no deal? I'm going to say it's no deal because... <gasps> Even though it's a really, really expensive gift, Oscar De La Hoya is probably worth a couple hundred million bucks. So, you know, if, if I gave somebody a ring or a piece of jewelry for $500 or $1,000, that's a lot of money. 
But a million dollars, while sounds like a ton of money, it may not be that much money. Plus, he's showing off. He's he's you know he's got his girl. I got to take good care of her. It's Oscar De La Hoya. I just you know it's just it's a gift. It's a piece of a uh, piece of metal on wheels. Google says his net worth is about two hundred million. Yeah. So there, well, there you, you go. go. Uh, yeah, I mean for him that's a drop in the bucket. You know. So. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Oh, it's going down, Cap. Yeah, yeah. Are you doing the yeah. motorcycle thing? Yeah, like Vince Carter he used to do back no in the day. Idea. He has no idea about what this song. Sedano, you missed it when uh, Clinton was here. He had a great, great, funny visual. Like I'm picturing Cap right now when he he was doing the thing he was just doing. You know, biting. What is it like uh, with the o- the overbite or the underbite? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know how guys uh, do that with their teeth? Uh, yeah, doing yeah. it right now. Young mm. Jock, man. Mm. Mm. Cap, mm. do you know this song? I don't. Yeah, exactly. But what is you've never mean, heard Laura? this beat before? <laughs> but, but, but I'm just. What is that? What does that mean, club. though? It's like, what does it down. mean to you? How do you not heard? You've never heard this beat? Play the song, song, Laura. Do we have the song? Yeah, maybe I would know the song. Clean version. Yeah, yeah that's clean that's version. that's why we have yeah. the instrument. I mean, but this beat, man, is like iconic, yo. It goes with it. Just in the club, it's going down. It's going down. Yeah, maybe if I heard the the song, the lyrics, maybe I'd be like, oh, yeah, I know this song. It's hard to play the song, Cap, because it would have been like... "Mm, mm, mm." No, there's got to be like... I mean, I can find it. I can find it. I can find it. There's got to be like a clean version on the internet on YouTube somewhere. You know? Just listen, I'm a rock and roll guy. It doesn't mean I don't love hip hop. And I mean, that's why I wanted more Dre and Snoop. Um, A loop. Snoop a loop. Thank you, George. Thank you very much for that. You want to know, even my, my boomer uncle said that he thought this was way better than the, no. the Rolling Stones or Bruce Springsteen or anybody. Yeah. Oh, I, I agree. It was better. Yeah, Laura, did you find it or no? Yes, I am getting it right now. Skipping that. Okay. Yeah, because I want to I hear, I want to know if Cap No, I mean, I'm just saying, like, I, it's okay that you don't know, but it just was surprising because I feel like, you know, you, you, know, you, you worked sidelines for a long, long time in NFL stadiums. These songs get played. I can legit say I don't know this song. For real. Wow. Who sings this song? Young Jock. I just told you. Oh, I thought you were calling me a young jock. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> wow. No. <laughs> no. I thought you were like, yo, Kaplan, you're like a young, athletic jock kind of a guy. Stop. That's Hell not a no. Thing. I did not know. I, I don't know the song, and I don't know young jock. Is it J-A-C-Q-E-U-E? Is it young jock? Nope. Felt like Jock Peterson, actually. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Jock Peterson, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. I'm. I shouldn't be shocked. I really should. And I remember back in the day when Vince Carter was was flying through the air at his peak in the NBA. Like this song was popular, and he would do the little motorcycle thing. You know, when he would when he would yam it on people from the video. Look, we clearly have a slight generation gap on the show. Slight. I mean, slight. <laughs> And let me point out a couple of let me point out a couple and of he examples. Gets mad when they call him boomer. Okay. Okay. Let me let me point out some examples though. Laura gets really like like surprised that I don't know a song that she knows really well. Yeah. Whereas, I'm shocked 
that Laura and Lindsay, and, and Laura more so, has no idea about the movie The Breakfast Club. First of all, I said that I love that movie, so you're already wrong there in yeah, line. Yeah, she did you're say lying. that, actually. Point. You're lying. Yes, no, she said that. I said that. She, she well, absolutely said that yesterday. Yesterday yeah. and today. Yeah, she said yeah, it yeah. in the group text yeah. yesterday. Love that movie. Yeah, she said that. it in the text, <laughs> like in print. I literally said, I love 16 Candles. All right, I confused. Who didn't know? My goodness. Good Lord. And I'm 33, but, bro. So, but you know. Okay, 33. So we have a very serious generation gap. Now, let me tell you guys something. I was born in 1970. What year were you born, Laura? 88. Okay. Oh, see, I graduated high school in 88. Lindsay, mm-hmm. what year were you born? I'm going to decline to answer that one. Really? Don't ask a woman their age. Oh, please. Get over it. I look good for 33, so I'm okay with that. Give me a break. Really? You won't tell everybody what year you were born okay, as we're don't, discussing? Don't shame her if she don't I want mean, to say I mean, you don't have to shame her, dog. It's all shame yeah, yeah. her. I get shamed 15 times a day. But you also get paid for that, too. Exactly. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize yeah. that. But listen to this. A friend of mine sent me a text the other day, and here's what he said, and it really did hit home when we talk about a generation gap. The text read this. When you realize that 1970 and 2022 are as far apart as 1970 and 1918, I'm just going to need a minute. That's the way the text read. And that really, I got to tell you guys, like that kind of hit home for a moment. Like, yeah, wow. Yeah. 1970, yeah. To ni- or 1970 to 2022, that's 52 years. Okay, yeah. 52. But when you think about it the other direction, 1970 yeah. minus 52 gets you to 1918. Oh, my God. I'm, how much longer do I have on this earth? I mean, not much. I mean, clearly. Yeah. Wow. Yes, generation nice gap th- on the show. Nice knowing you. Slight, though, huh? Slight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a good it's – it's almost a 20-year generation gap between you and me, Laura. I mean, we don't know Lindsay's true age, but – I mean <laughs> – My age is right around Laura's. Yeah. I just don't want, like, everybody – I don't need everyone to she's know my not, birthday year. She's very close to my age, but what I'm saying is it's just – look, Cap, I have people that are born in your year, and mm-hmm. they know a lot of the things that I know, just mm-hmm. like yeah. I know things that you know. Like, I love The Breakfast Club. That's one But of you also ones. don't know a lot of the things that I know because I mean, that I'm is into, true. Very I mean, you know, she knows the dogs like you, Year of the Dog. Yeah, I do. I do know the yeah. dogs. And you are a metal dog, by the way. <laughs> but, Cap, you, you also admittedly don't know anything about what's going on right now. Things that, true. like, everybody that, you know, everybody that fa- watches TV or what, you know what I mean? Like... Just anything going on in pop culture, like movies, TV shows, like stuff. And you readily admit it, yeah. and that's fine, too. That's why. That's one of the you things that it. I always like, want to point out, is that you'll be like, oh, yeah, I know nothing about that. And it's stuff well, that's going on right now. Well, I mean, I, I'm, I'm in the middle of watching Narcos Mexico Season 4. Are you guys watching that? <laughs> no, no, because you stopped watching culture. Ted Lasso. Yeah, two two episodes to go with Ted Lasso. I still haven't been able to finish it. But right, you've been at two that, episodes for like six months. But that, hold on a second, George. I can Ooh. defend myself on this. Ooh. Okay. I finally, finally got my Apple TV going. Who helped you? Nobody helped me. Oh. Here's what happened, Laura. <laughs> I had two old school external Apple TVs. You guys know what I'm talking about? The old school ones that you have to HDMI plug mm-hmm, them into the TV, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Couldn't get these two things to work. Couldn't figure out how to get them onto my network. It just it became so utterly frustrating. So I finally went onto my smart TV, went to Apple TV, and bought whatever the monthly subscription is. I think it's $5 a month or something like that. So I might be paying for two other subscriptions for Apple TV that I don't know how to stop paying for, but I do have the Bro. new subscription. 
How do you not know how to stop paying for your subscriptions? Believe it or not, I think this is a really big problem that a lot of other people are dealing with as well. There's an app for that. Yes, right. And there is an app that actually helps you figure out what you have subscriptions to and then how to get out of but it. But you know you can just go to your phone, right, and do that. Like, okay. He you know you know have No, know I'm a boomer. Okay, so I was going to say, it sounds like a boomer <laughs> problem. Grab your, grab your iPhone real quick. Yeah, just it. put it in one it. hand real quick. All right, I got it. All right, you have the settings th- app, right? Yeah. Okay, now at the top, it probably has your name or whatever, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. All right, click on that, the yeah. name. Mm-hmm. All right, now b- the fourth thing should say subscriptions. Okay, got it. And then click on that, and that's all your subscriptions, bro. Wow. On your phone that are, this is, th- that are, th- that are from your phone. This is like- Mind blown, mind this blown. Is, this is a life-changing moment happening right here, right <laughs> oh now. Okay, God. let's see what I got here. I got however, Disney Plus. However, if you have two wow. other Apple Pluses with their own separate subscriptions on other iCloud accounts, those aren't going to show up there. So mm-hmm. Correct. There's mm-hmm. that part of mm-hmm. it, too, yes. Let's see what I got here. I got Disney Plus, which I pay for, which I, I never use. Sorry, boss. Um, I've got so the good. NFL Red Zone, which another one that I can't figure out anyway. Um, I do have the Athletic. I got the athletic. That's pretty good. That's a good yeah. one. Yeah. I use that one. That's a good one. Yeah. Wow, George, that was great. I mean, how easy was that, too? That was super easy. Or you could yeah. get the app. I think it's called Truebill. And it, like, does all that stuff. Well, Truebill does that. They atomize the stuff for you. But this is way easier. Like, I feel like if you give him Truebill, he's never going to open that app either. No, never. And he's going to have to pay for it, probably. Right. So this way he can just know to go to his settings and then click on his name and then he can find subscriptions from there. I mean, look, I I find this whole word "boomer" to have had a had a serious like definition that I thought of. It's a life changing moment for you. Versus the definition that Lindsay has alerted me to, and uh, and now I have to say, there's there's no reason to be offended because because I got to admit, um, if if "boomer" is a slang word for you know old guy, um, when it comes to a lot of the technology stuff, I again I admit it. Listen, I was on a call this morning. So you're admitting you're a boomer? Can you say that I, Kaplan, am a boomer? No, I won't say that. I refuse. I absolutely refuse. <laughs> absolutely refuse. But I was on a call this morning, true story, and like, you know, I, I, you guys know in my other life I, I own a software company. Dude, I don't know anything about software. Nothing. I'm on a call with a guy who's a sophisticated CEO who actually really knows what he's talking about. Yeah. Before I got on the call, I was talking to the guy from my company. I'm like, okay, listen. Write some notes here for me so that when I talk to this guy, it sounds like I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Because technology, listen, I turn my computer on, I get my email, I go on the internet. It's a pretty simple process, really. You know, but as far as how do you use it, that I don't know. You understand the difference? Not really, but okay. No, no. Anyway. Any other boomers out there feeling me right now? You got to keep up, bro. Mm-hmm. You got to keep up. That's how you stay young is by no- learning all these things. That's how you keep your girl, too, man. Keep up. Well, that, too. Yeah. <laughs> that, that Laura, I think I can do, believe it or not. I know you don't believe it. but believe- I don't need to know all that. I'm no, just you saying. do need to know. <laughs> no, you do I, need to I know. really don't. Are, yeah, are you, you do. going to Osteria Romantica again today? or what is, what's No, I don't think that's going to happen tonight. But I do yeah. think that, uh, I don't know, there could be a little dinner date in my future. It's Taco Tuesday, you know? Anybody else got Oh, plans? right. Ooh, you got to go with Taco yeah. Tuesday. I have yeah. a question I, for the boys. Oh, yeah. That it has to do with kind of Valentine's Day thingy. Yeah. So, you know, whatever. I skipped my dinner. I went to the game. Yeah, you went to the uh, Clipper game. The Warrior game. Yes, I did. And um, Why didn't you call it the Clipper game? Because it was a Warrior game, but we don't have a lot of time. So, my question is that if you text someone and you're like, oh, you know, because you guys might have had plans to meet up. 
but they went late at work. I was like, yo, I kind of don't, like, I don't want to go home. Like, I'll wait for you. And they're like, okay. And then because, you know, they work somewhere where it was Valentine's Day related. So it took too long. And I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, it's, it's cool. Like, I, I just kind of want to have fun. I was like, I want to have fun. I was like, I don't want to go home. And then they're, they were like, okay, like, drive safe. <laughs> like, I totally got rejected, right? Well, wait, is this, is it, because I saw It's not 11-11. Okay, because I saw your tweet last night that all of a sudden you realized you had, like, a homework assignment due for school, and you had to get out of your car and do your homework <laughs> assignment on the hood of your no, car. No, I messed up. I was in the car, not on the car, but oh, that's okay. no here nor there. So I feel like I totally got rejected, and then he was like, oh, were, are you mad? And I was like, no, I'm not mad. I just, I got it. Like, I, I read the situation wrong. And he was like, no, like, I'm just tired from work. Like, you know, I'm like, if the girl tells you, I don't want to go home. I just want to have fun. Right. Like, and did I not read that wrong that he was like, you well, read guys- it right. It sounds like when a guy's like, hey, or a girl's like, uh, hey, you want to come upstairs? And he's like, uh, have a good night. Yeah. Ooh. Like, I feel like he totally rejected me. He's like, no, I didn't. He's like, you've been very straight up that you don't want to just hook up so i didn't want to disrespect you i'm like no 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 but that's okay if he says did i did i did i okay but like as guys if a girl would tell you i don't want to go home i just want to have fun what does that mean means i think i think i i think i know what it means I agree. I think i'm on the same page as you probably cap yeah i think it's time to you know let's 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 do some business right and yeah. then they say, have a good night. Then you get rejected. Ooh. Is that what happened last night? That's exactly what happened. That's why to, I'm asking to, you guys. To the, to, with the guy who you were going to go no, out no, no, with? No, 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 The guy that, that's actually really my friend. And none of the guys, because I did post the guy on my IG. So no, he's married and a friend. So do not I think do he's rejecting you because he doesn't want you to reject him. So he's like free, pre-friend zoning you because he, he thinks you're already going to do that. But now he asked me out on a date. I don't know. Guys are confusing. Yep. <laughs> yes, that's yes. the answer to the question. So are, so are women, just so you know. <laughs> I feel like I confuse the guys and myself and the people. All that Men are there. from Mars, women are from Venus. Remember that book? <laughs> right. <laughs> Anyways, I don't know. Does that book still apply, you think? I don't know. I haven't, you know. I don't, I don't know. know what the, I don't remember the morals of the story in that one. Sounds like kind of like a boomer thing to say. You know, it's an old book. <laughs> Thanks for uh, not helping, guys. Yeah, <laughs> Ain't no problem. Yeah. All right, we got to run here. Uh, excellent work, Kaplan. Yeah, great day today. A lot of fun, everybody. Go have fun on Taco Tuesday. Lindsay and Laura, great job as always. We will talk to you mañana. See you. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.